Hi guys! Welcome to Jesse's Place, a safe space where I, your resident realtor and serial entrepreneur, provides you with info on life, experiences, empowerment, lifestyle, knowledge, business info, and of course, everything real estate. Now let's get into it. Hi guys, let's get right into it. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about starting a business and different forms of business organizations like partnerships, LLCs, corporations, and etc, etc. Really quickly, before we get into it, um, I really want... If you are an entrepreneur or if you are a budding entrepreneur and you want to learn how to start a business, this episode is for you. I want you to tune in. I want you to get a pen and paper. Um, I have some really good notes that are written down. I want you to get a pen and paper and um, um, really get into this episode with me. Um, Entrepreneurs should definitely evaluate risk, right? You got to determine the kind of risk that you're willing to take because when you start anything in life that's worth it, especially a business, um, and a lot of entrepreneurs, especially small business owners, they're starting passion projects. They're starting things that mean something to them. Um, I've gone into business um, just to start a business, um, just to see what it would do, just to get money. And you know, I completely failed at it. Um, I didn't understand inventory intake. I didn't understand taxes. I didn't understand um, business plans. I didn't understand um, how to form an LLC. Excuse me. Back then, Google was my best friend. Oh, excuse me. So I just wanted to um, really quickly uh, reintroduce an outline of things that need to be done um, when you are starting a business and um, give you some help so that you don't fall into the same crap traps that I fell into when I first started out, right? <laughs> because when you, each one teach one, and when you know more and, and you do more, you do better. So I just want to pass on the things that I've learned starting a business specifically in New Jersey, okay? But a lot of what I'm going to be talking about can apply to starting a business anywhere, but make sure you do your research state specifically because I do have a broader audience. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, so one of the things that we want to think about when we are starting out um, a business, um, as an entrepreneur, if you are starting a passion project, um, if you are a small business owner, or if you're starting a small business, I really want you to think about, um, take some. if you're going to be taking risk, make sure that you're taking a risk on something that you love. You know, because when you're doing something that you love, like I love doing my podcast. So I'm not taking any risk by doing my podcast because I love doing my podcast, right? I enjoy it. It's it's therapeutic. I get to give information to people. I get to be of service to people. I get to help people. So when you're starting a, um, a business and you're thinking about forming a business organization, I, I would suggest, I'm not a professional, you know, but I would suggest no matter what you're selling, if you're selling coffee, if you're writing books, selling books, if you're, um, you know selling socks whatever it is make sure it's something that you love and enjoy okay um secondly another thing that i didn't understand when i first set up I, i'm not even going to tell you what my first business project was yet you're going to have to wait till another episode to hear that one <laughs> but the second thing that you're going to want to do know your competition okay understand their market and understand what they're doing. If, if let's say, let's say, for example, you want to sell socks, right? This is random. This is a random example. But let's say you want to sell socks and you, you know, you don't know the market. You don't know how to find out about the market. 
but you have access to social media type in certain um hashtags right and if you listen to my podcast before i talked about seos i want you to go in do your research because if you've listened to my podcast before i've told you what those things are i want you to do your research and look up certain seos and different hashtags that are bringing in a lot of traffic right and i want you to figure out what your market is doing and how they're successful let's say you want to sell t-shirts right look at different t-shirt lines and and look at these followers if they have engaging followers and find out what's getting their attention okay understand your market and know your competition because everyone has a fly t-shirt idea everyone has something fly to add to there's a space for you because everyone has you know everyone loves makeup everyone loves eyelashes everyone loves fashion you know there's there's something for everyone so don't get discouraged if you think that your market is saturated but figure out your niche figure out what you can do that's going to put you over over the top or or make you at least competitive enough in your market you understand what i'm saying so first first suggestion would be start a business that you love and two get to know what your market is doing Get to know your competition, figure out what they're doing, and figure out how you can apply that without stealing it, right? You want to be true to yourself. But figure out how you can assimilate that into your own business plan, okay? Another thing that I did not understand was how I needed to pay myself as an, as an employer of my own business. So owners should pay themselves a salary they can afford, right? You don't want to overpay yourself, but then you don't want to underpay yourself because taxes right if you're underpaying yourself it's going to look like your your business is a complete loss and you're not going to be eligible for any grants or anything that are available to you if your business is not making money so you got to understand how to pay yourself a salary and it may not be the amount of money that you wish that you were making but make sure you're giving yourself a set salary and for this i would suggest that you look to a mentor someone who's already doing it or you reach out to a financial advisor, even if it's for just a consultation and you just pay them one time for advice. Listen, it's the best thing that you can do is to invest in yourself, get your little coins together and ask someone who's a professional. Hey, you know, this is what, you know, if I multiply this by this, if I sell 10 T-shirts, you know, 10 times a month, this is how much I'll make. Um, you know, what should I be paying myself and, and how am I, how am I going to make sure that I'm paying taxes? There are rules for everything. Find them out for your state, please don't get in trouble. All right. Um, another thing is social media. Don't take any, don't take the public for granted. Okay. Make them your priority. Make your, 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 your followers, your social media, make them your priority because those are the people who are going to help your business grow. I know this sounds crazy, but I've always heard before, listen, I don't have a huge social media following. I have about 500 people. When I started out my podcast, I had about 300 and some odd followers. Up until recently, I had about 400 and something followers. I'm like, where did these extra 100 people come from? Because the people who are following me are people that I actually know personally. So they're inviting other people to my page personally. So I'd rather have these engaged 400 some odd followers, almost 500 followers, than have a, a thousand followers who are robots, who are not engaging, who are just there to follow, just to follow. So for never take your public for granted, okay? Listen, do not take them for granted, okay? Make sure that you are providing a service, that you are, are you know, staying true to yourself 
And I'm, I promise they are going to help you build your brand, okay? Because my podcast has grown tremendously just through word of mouth. And I would say that for any business, it would, it would work the same. So remember, start a business that you enjoy. Understand your market and competition. Figure out how much you can pay yourself. Make sure you're paying yourself a salary and that you're being taxed on it. And um, um, four, um, know your um, your public and don't take them for granted, okay? I spoke really quickly um, about speaking to a financial advisor, but I can't I cannot stress this enough. You need to establish a relationship with your bank. When I first set out to do my first business, I went to the bank that I banked with personally, like where my paychecks were going to. And I went in there and I told them, hey, I'm starting a business. And I thought that I needed a lot of money to have this conversation with them. They could see what my personal checking was. And you, hey, this girl doesn't have anything at that time. You know what I mean? But I had already had a relationship with them. So they couldn't initially give me a line of credit right away, but they did allow me to open a business checking account where I could, you know, receive monies. And, um, uh, oh, oh, I also gave them my EIN number, which I'm going to get into. Those are things that you need to apply for when you are starting a business. So make sure that you establish and maintain a relationship with your local bank, whatever bank that you're going to be banking with. Walk in there, see what type of products they have. Even if you have nothing right now and it's just a business plan, tell them, hey, I want to open a business account. I, I, you know, maybe you have sold some money, some, some things already online personally, and you do have some money that you want to put into the account. But even if you only have 50 bucks, 25 bucks, you can open a business account, walk into your local bank, start a relationship with them, let them see your face, get to know each other, tell them what you prospect your earnings to be and um, establish a relationship with them. Okay. Because they're going to be, they're going to be looking to you later on when you start growing and you can look to them later on for, for, for money, for capital, okay, to, to get your, your business to grow further, okay? Um, another thing that I mentioned earlier, a, fi- a financial advisor, so make sure that you're getting professional help and, pre- and, pre- and preparing um, your cash flow coming in and out. Like I said, even if it's just for a consultation, even if it's just, you know, you can't afford to have a, a financial advisor full time, I suggest you reaching out to a CPA, um, a, a tax accountant, um, someone who is a professional in the field, financial advisor. And just even if it's just to get a consultation, tell them what your business plan is. I promise you this will be the best investment that you make. You might have to spend a little bit, whatever their consultation fee is. And sometimes some of their consultation fees are free if you decide, if you promise to use them later on. So that's something that you would need to work out. But I'm telling you, it is one of the best things that you can do is invest in some help. Okay. If you don't, especially if you don't have any financial literacy, you're not good with numbers. I suggest that you really speak to someone professionally about the numbers. Okay. Another thing is that you want to make sure that everyone, each each employee, if you have an employee, or let's say you have a partner who's um, coming into the business with you, but like maybe you're more of the leader, make sure that that person understands their role very clearly and that they're treated as such. Because a lot of times when you're going into business with friends or family or, or um, you know, just a, a partnership, it's really hard because you sometimes people's um, identity gets lost in what their relationship is towards you. So you want to make sure that that person or whatever employees that you have understand their job and that they can do it and that if they can't that you just cut them off no harm no foul right because your your business and the and the growth of it is going to thrive off of the reflection of the people around you so your business is only as strong as your team so if your team is not strong 
And listen, people go through a lot of personal things, right? So it's not personal. But if someone in your team has things going on, cut them out. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Just be like, hey, this is not this role is not good for you right now. Let me let me take this role away from you. Give it to someone else. Or maybe you can take it on until that person's ready. Or maybe if that person's not ready anymore, you can just have that person move on from the business. I know that sounds cutthroat. But I'm telling you, it'll save you months and months and and time of headaches to go for because you need people who are going to step up and stay consistent when it comes to the business, regardless of what their personal life is like. I learned that the hard way. Don't let that happen to you. Okay. Another thing that you can do when you are starting out a business is join clubs and different associations for new businesses. I know you're probably like, but where? Google is your best friend. Go onto your local websites and there are, listen, there are, there are support groups. Go onto your local websites and find out where you can sign up to get free mentorship on starting a business. Sometimes your local bank hosts, hosts, um, seminars. Sometimes your local community center. Okay. There are, um, different types of like, uh, um, not, not shelters, but like, um, uh, community centers that host, um live or zoom related webinar webinars for people who are starting a business for the first time or who just need support especially for women um, people of color and things like that okay and then lastly define your business goals and establish a system okay so define what you want your business to look like okay so I've just told you some key factors that you should do before you start your business plan, okay? So now I am going to um, get into what your business plan should be, okay? So one thing you want to talk, think about is, do you have what it takes? Think about it. Can you really manage a small business? Do you have what it takes? Okay, can you manage it? Do you have the time? Do you have children? Do you not have children? Like, what is your day-to-day like? Can you actually manage full-time a business because let me tell you if you have a nine to five and you want to start a passion project or a side hustle and you want to make it a business you got to have time okay there's no nine to five and then six to twelve is all yours no nine to five then you got that one hour to get dinner on the table and then from six to about two thirty three o'clock in the morning is business (laughs) okay so think about do you have time are you a self-starter right do you get along with different type of personalities if you need to have an employee right? Do you have the emotional stamina to run a business? Okay. Do you have the physical capacity to run a business? Are you strong mentally, emotionally, right? Do you plan well? Can you organize well? Can you maintain motivation when you don't see any progress? Because it's so hard to stay motivated when you don't see any progress right away. It's like, okay, I didn't get any sales today. I haven't got any sales in three weeks. What can I do? How can I get my marketing? What can, what's going on? Can you stay motivated? Okay. Do you have the means? Okay. Do you have the means to stay motivated financially? Right. Because when you're sucking you dry, my first business venture, let me tell you, I did not, I was, I, I put inventory on credit cards. I didn't, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. I just knew that I wanted to have a business and I wanted to 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 um to thrive but I, I had no business plan i didn't know how to to form a business plan i didn't do the work before i started out which definitely never made that mistake again but um i definitely learned the hard way how bad it is not to have a business plan so all these things i didn't think about all i just knew is that i have confidence in myself i can do anything huh, why do i have to do all the extra stuff no 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 no, baby girl you needed to know 
these things that I'm telling you guys right now. I should have been telling myself this stuff, right? <laughs> and and lastly, but definitely not least, um, how will the business affect your family, right? Like, how will it affect your, your lifestyle? Um, if you don't have a, a family, um, like, you know, kids, a husband or a wife or a significant other, Maybe this this question is something that is being presented to you. But for myself, I did not think about how my choices were going to affect my family. So, you know, think about that. You know, define that. Okay. Um, so one of the things to get money from, um, like grant money and things like that, you're going to need to develop a business plan, right? So what what is a business plan, right? And why do you need one? So a business plan is just something that defines the business it says exactly what the business is what it sells what it you know whatever your business is and it identifies what your goals are for the business so let's say you you sell a hair care product and you are making the you know the potions at home right potions lotions whatever it is that you're using for your hair let's say that you're making them at home and and you've been selling to family and friends you sold about 20 20 uh, bottles of your of your product so you already have a sample of what you could do, right? So your business plan is going to say, okay, so this is ex- this is my identifiable business plan. I sell this and, and this is the ingredients. This is what it does. And uh, my goal now is to turn that 20 bottles into 200, right? So now you have to figure out how you're going to make 20 into 200, right? And it serves as your business's resume. So your business plan is your business resume, it's, it's, it's basically what you tell anyone about what your business does or what it's capable of doing, okay? So the basics, it should include, um, like I just said, the current, what it's doing currently and what you want it to be doing, right? Because that helps get resources for your business, right? You could, you could apply for grants, you can ap- apply for scholarships based off of your business plan. But you've got to be able to present it in a way that people clearly understand what the business is capable of. So your business plan is the outline for exactly what your business can do. It's the resume. It's say, hey, this is where we are. This is what we've done. This is what we know that we can do or what we think we can do if we get this, you know, financial backup. Okay. So because if and if the business plan is good and it provide and it does provide specific and you know organized information about the company, then it, it also will explain how it can repay any money that you borrow. So let's say you go to the bank and you don't have a business plan and you're just opening up a regular you know um, banking account. It, it helps to have a business plan because when you go to apply for credit, it'll show how much you can repay that you borrow. Okay. And it tells people like, you know, suppliers, you know, if you want to get supplies on credit and things like that, it tells that company, you know, the goals and what it can do and how much you can pay back once you get those supplies. So it's, it's, you, it's, it's so important for you to have a business plan. Okay. And you got to ask yourself, Ooh, can I stick to this? You know, can I, can I, can I really do this? Yes, you can, but you got to have a business plan. Okay. So a business plan is the management and financial blueprint for a business. Okay. How it starts up and the profitable operation of it. Okay. So your business plan is your resume that tells everyone what your business is. Okay. It's the blueprint, right? Uh, If you've listened to my um, podcast before, especially episode two, you've heard me say this before. Every, every single business has a blueprint. So your business plan is your blueprint 
right? And it's a, it's for your business and it shows exactly um, <clears throat> the profitable operation of it, okay? And it's written by you, okay? You can get someone to help you write this business plan. You can help you get, you know, the help of a financial advisor that I spoke to you about. And it explains how the business will function and it, it explains its operational characteristics, okay? It, it says exactly you know, okay, so I use this amount of bottles to, for my lotion for the hair, or, you know, I, I have this amount of employees and I get this amount of profit. So it's a detailed view of how the business can be capitalized and managed. Okay. So your business plan is your resume. Okay. I found out all this information afterwards. Um, just, you know, do your research so <clears throat> now I'm going to talk to you about how to make your business plan. So your business, your, your business plan, the description should include your business name, the address, um, the owner's name, your name, I guess, if, if you are the owner and, um, identify the goals. Um, and you need to also describe why you want to be in business, right? Because your business plan is your resume. It's actually a written document about your business. So to start a business, you got to have a business plan. And I, a lot of people skip this step, right? They're like, why do I have to write a resume? If you're going to build a website, right? You're building a resume about your business, right? So it's exactly the same thing, but you're writing it down so that you can you can present it to um, potential uh, backers, potential to get, you know, growth capita, uh, potential uh, scholarships, potential grants, so make sure that when you're writing this business plan, you know all these things. Include your business name, address, um, your name, identify the goals and why you're doing it. Um, and it also um, describes why you want to be in business. So what's your story? You know, why do you want to be in business? You know, maybe you're making hair lotions because your grandmother, uh, you know, passed down a recipe to you. Or, you know, maybe you're selling t-shirts because you want to be in the fashion industry and you've had a love and this is one way for you to start, you know? I mean, there, there are many reasons, but your story is unique to you. So you need to be able to tell it, whatever that story is. Maybe you're doing it for fun. So then why does it make it fun for you? Because some people don't have a hardship story. Some people just want to do something because they actually just love it for fun. So that should be described in your business plan. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, Secondly, your business plan needs to describe what you're selling and why, right? So you got to be able to dis dis explain in detail what the products are, what's being offered, what services you offer. So let's say you teach people a second language. Your business plan should properly describe why you teach these services, who you're teaching them to, um, in detail, Okay, and how they're going to be offered, what your rates are, and how you can grow on this business. Maybe you want to start an online course, whatever it is. You need to be able to properly describe in your business plan what your company is selling and why. Um, okay, next you want to um, think about the operating requirements, right? Your plan should identify and describe what equipment you use for your product if you're using an outside facility it should include what the outside facility is if you're doing this at home you should be able to describe what you're doing at home you need to be able to describe in detail every single thing about the operating requirements of your business your business plan should include 
all of your operating requirements. So I just mentioned to you three things, right? Your business description, okay? The types of products and services and what it takes to operate your business, okay? What tangible things are you using to operate your business? Are you using a heat press? Are you using a heat press at home to make t-shirts? Whatever those things are, you need to be able to accurately describe and in detail what it is that you use to operate your business, okay? I know that this sounds like, okay, a lot of work, but I'm telling you, when you are trying to get Capita to back your business, if you have a well-explained, um, thought-out, detailed business plan, those are the kind of people that are going to be attracted to backing you, okay? They're going to be like, okay, this person has their stuff together. They have a business plan. They have a financial blueprint and a profitable operation, or maybe it's not profitable yet, but they can see that it could be a profitable operation because you have a very detailed, written out business plan about what it is that you need to do and how you do it, okay? Now, I'm, I'm about to get into some uh, the money moves, okay? So the next thing that you want to be able to understand, this is this is very part, this is very important part of any business, right? Because the people who are already making money, right? They already know how to do this. But if you're not good with money, this is going to be very hard for you to do. You need to figure out how much is going to cost for you to start up, how to expand your business, okay? You need to figure out what your return on the investment will be if someone invests on you, in you, okay? And you also need to be able to have an income statement for the next two years that projects how much you expect to make. I know that sounds like a lot, but if you get a little advice from a financial advisor or for someone who's doing it already, I'm telling you, it's not that hard, okay? It's all about just putting numbers in and doing an estimate for the future, okay? Um, this is part of the financial management. So if you're not good with money, you need to get good with money. I've spoken to you about this before on different podcasts. You need to really understand this part, in, in part as part of your business plan, okay? And you need to also project what your monthly cash flow will be for the next 12 months, okay? So this is all important if you are going to be you know, looking for grant money, if you're going to be looking for, for capita people to invest, you need to understand how to do these things and you need to be able to do them well. So if you don't know how to um, figure out what your monthly statements will be, if you don't know how to project what your return on investment will be, so let's say someone gives you $200 and you can't tell them how much they can get back within 24 months from those $200, you're doing it wrong. You need to figure that out, okay? So if you have a new business, right, business people will establish vital schedules that will guide the financial health of the business if you can project your startup costs, okay? If you can project what your expected return of investment will be for the first year, and if you can project what the income statement will be for the next two years and what your monthly cash flow will be for 12 months. So I know that sounds like a lot. I know that sounds like a lot, but I'm telling you, you can do this, Okay? So th that plan, that part of the financial management, that plan is just going to be, it's just going to be an explanation of all the, of what you expect things to be, what your future will be when you're starting out the business. Okay. Because it gives people an understanding of how much money you can make. Okay. Because people want to make money. If they want to invest in your business, they want to make money. And if you want to invest in your business, you got to know how much money that you can invest. Let's say you got a nine to five that's supplying your startup. If you know all these numbers, you're not going to fall like I did and be like, oh, my God, get overwhelmed. Like, oh, man, this is costing me so much. If you are prepared, you're not going to fail. Right. But if you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Remember that. I've said that before in another podcast. <laughs> 
Because the bottom line is, will or will not, the, is this company going to make any money? Okay? So I just told you how to construct your business plan, right? I just told you how to make your business plan, right? Business description. It should include your name, address, all that good stuff, right? Um, it should definitely describe what, what you do, why you do it, right? Um, where you want to be in this business, it should also talk about the products and services that you're going to be selling. It should talk about the operating requirements, the stuff that you need to uh, make your um, <clears throat> your products and services. Um, it should talk about the financial management of it, you know, what your startup costs are going to be, uh, what you expect your um, profit, um, your, your return of your investments to be for the first year, uh, your projected income for the first year, two years, I'm sorry, and what you expect your monthly cash flow to be for the next 12 months, okay? And um, you just you definitely need to know whether or not this company will be making money. Okay, so that's why it's so important for you to have a business plan. So your 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 business plan outline should include um, a cover letter, right? It should include um, the amount of money that you need, um, the term. So you know the return on the investment. So let's say you need this money to be borrowed for two years. <clears throat> if you're asking for money to be borrowed, let me be very clear. Let me be very clear. If you're looking for capita, um, it should it should include the terms. It should include um, the, how much, okay? It should include the amount um, requested um, and things like that. Also, you need to, if you are going to be asking for money, you got to give people an exit strategy. You got to be able to tell them, okay, if I don't make this amount of money, this is how you can get out of your investment, okay? Because that, that's going to describe to the, the investor um, how they're going to be repaid, Um if it, if it comes down to either selling the, the entire business or refinancing the business, okay? So you got to make sure that you have an exit strategy. Keyword, exit strategy. So whoever you get to invest, if you're getting grant money, this is not really going to apply to you. But if you are getting investors who are going to be giving you capital, then you need to be able to give them an exit strategy, okay? Um, another thing that you need to understand is... Oh, another thing you should include is the description of the product. Um, if you've gotten any patents, copyrights, if there are any legal or technical considerations, those things that you need to Google depending on what type of service that you're selling. Okay. And uh, let me see what else, what else, what else, what else. Um, and yeah, that sounds pretty much like that's it. Um, so remember, if you are starting a business, the Im most important thing to get capital and to get backup would be be to have a business plan. So on today's episode, we are talking about the elements of your business plan, what your business plan should include, how to construct your business plan, how to have an outline so that you can get some money. And then I want to talk to you really quickly about uh, the different types of uh, business organizations like sole proprietorship, partnership, LLCs. Uh, those are the ones that we most commonly hear and the differences between them. So, um, LLC for me is um, one that I started out with when I first started my first, first business. And to form an LLC, one or more authorized person must complete a certificate of, of formation and file it with the Department of Treasury. Okay. Um, and this certificate includes the name of the company, the LLC, the name and address of the registered agent yourself. Okay. And the address of the registered office. So if you're operating from home, which you should not be doing, you should have something else. But if you are operating from home, like most first-time um, business um, owners, 
It should include that address, okay? And <clears throat> the certificate must include a statement that the LLC has one or more members, okay? So let's say you are going into an LLC with someone else. It, it should definitely include the other person's name and things like that. So typically, an LLC will be governed by an operating agreement, okay? And the operating agreement is just simply something that's a written agreement uh, with details relating to the membership, including the relative rights, who has powers, duties, etc., etc., and um, it can also provide that the LLC is headed by a manager or by yourself. And it can also provide like the type of classes or groups or members provided in the operating agreement. Okay. So one of the advantages of having um, one of the advantages of having an LLC is it's limited liability. <laughs> so you share you share the um the the liability with someone else, right? And next, it would be that hold on one second. I I I misplaced this. Okay. I got it. Okay. So then another thing would be that you would need to understand what the advantages are okay so the advantage is that it's considered a legal entity okay so it makes it legal okay um you can have continuous existence with the llc okay um one of the disadvantages is that it's it's um regulated okay you need to be able to stay on top of it um one of the disadvantages is divided authority if you're sh um, sharing it with someone else um and let's see what else oh let's talk about let's talk about partnerships okay so one of the things when you are forming a partnership okay let's say as a business part par partner in a partnership the liability of each partner is unlimited okay just like a sole proprietorship just like if you if, if you owned it by yourself so this means that the general partner is personally responsible for all the debts of the firm Okay, so you every single person who's in a partnership is equally responsible for any debts that are incurred in this um, partnership. Okay, so think about that. <laughs> so when you're forming a corporation, the corporation, the liability of the owners is limited to the amount they pay for the shares of the stock. So corporation are people who own shares in the stock. So if you're forming a corporation the people who are part of the corporation they they don't they don't they're not responsible so let's say you have you know ten thousand dollars in debt and they only invested a thousand dollars they're only responsible for a thousand dollars and and that's it they're only liable for the amount of money that they put in okay so that is corporation limited liability and pro and partnership and then lastly sole proprietorship so sole proprietorship is just a business where only one person is giving all of the capital and resumes and assumes all the responsibility for the um, business actions. So if you are sole proprietorship, then you assume all responsibilities for the business. OK, um, I hope that I was able to describe in clear detail um, how to start your business with a business plan and uh, sole proprietorship, partnership, LLC, and corporation. If you want more information, I will be doing a part two to this episode and talking more in depth about um, 
the different forms of business organizations. I really wanted to stay mostly focused on the elements of a business plan and how to construct your business plan and um, to get you started on that so that you can start getting funding if you're looking for capita. But um, yeah, I want to thank you for tuning in. And as always, and as always, remember, challenge yourself to become the person you want to become. Stretch and be ready to fail. The right people will value you in the right way. Practice humility. And when you make room to speak about what exists in the present, you no longer have time left for the past. Manifest and stay blessed. Live purposefully and with intention. Till next time, subscribe, leave a review, and I thank you. And I will see you next time. Thank you.